Are you gonna clap? I I already clap. I did, oh I didn't it didn't pick up on Discord. That's funny. Oh. Okay. All right, hold on. <laughs> Let's stop and no 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 no. It's fine. It's fine. It doesn't matter. All right. Did fine. you stop? No no I haven't. I'm I'm running it. Hey okay. <laughs> what a fucking start to this season the wannabes season two episode one is off with a bang or a clap or a disjointed effort to uh rejoin with my buddy but man it's been a while i'm just excited to be back will how are you doing man i'm doing great i'm doing i'm doing good you know still in western massachusetts still uh, no net play and stuff like that. Just doing job interviews. I just finished a final round interview with this one company. So fingers crossed, there's a there's an offer in in my near future. Knock on wood. Sick. Yeah, I know that it's just been turbulent to say the least. Um, I think as a season two opener, and this idea just occurred to me, so I'm going to roll with it. We should go for it. Define what the podcast is. Um, so this is, we started in November of 2018 with the idea. Our first episode was December of that year. And it's a podcast about our journey as melee players. Now, season two is probably going to have to be a little different because quarantine has just upended everything. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. I mean, like, half of our conversations were, hey, bro, how was your tournament run? Even though we went to the same tournaments. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I totally agree with you. I think that, you know, in terms of, like, what I see season two being is is more of, we're probably going to talk more in a, in a broader scale. It's going to be more of a coming of age, you know, story which sounds a little bit cliche but it, it's it's kind of the same thing of where are we finding ourselves in in this space and in, in both in career and both in melee and, and hobbies and passions and and so similar themes still right pursuing passions while growing up is, is always going to be the core of of the wannabes us trying to get somewhere but I think we'll delve into a broader range of topics which is going to be really really interesting as we catch up each week no doubt and it's actually really cool that you defined it we actually haven't spoken really about this this is um we haven't really spoken in a while for obvious reasons and it's not um the worst thing in the world but i definitely missed you um and now we're like trying to find this this thing again that we just really enjoyed for so long um and once we kind of set the time i just had this flood of excitement again of like remembering what this was like in, as an intrinsic experience like how good it was to just be able to talk to someone um i did <laughs> for a large part of the time we weren't um recording i started therapy and was doing therapy and just recently ended that so i'm sure this will be filling some holes um that that left out for sure and it will be way less expensive which is cool um, yeah, that's true. You know, my rate, my going rate is is pretty pretty forgiving, right? Yeah. Well, hosting on Podbean is ninety five dollars <laughs> a year, um, so we can't find a therapist <laughs> for that price anywhere. Um, yeah, yeah. But regarding like the topics, I thought of it as like 
anything that comes to our mind, whatever we're we're really focused on and, and working with, but we can always keep melee as a topic, you know, like visit quickly. Hey, how's your melee going? And then we could always just dip out, kind of like reverse the 80-20 that we were doing before. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I totally get it. And it's it's going to be interesting because we will just hit a much broader range of of topics. I think what's going to be interesting is to see where Melee falls for the both of us, both during this like pandemic timeline and also post-pandemic, you know, going into the the new year. Not that we're anywhere close to that, just just thinking a little bit farther ahead. But, you know, at least for me, like I, I found that Melee's still been a really big part of my life, just in just in a very different way than it than it was before COVID. And and it's given me space to pick up a lot of new hobbies and skills, which have been really interesting and fun. So, you know, I think it's I, I'm curious on like where our conversations will go because we're not bound by reviewing the HNC brackets, which, you know, I desperately miss shouts to HNC. Me too. But like we're not bound by that, right? Like so, you know, like a shout out here and there for for the stellar net play performances of our friends and and then we kinda take it from there. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean I still find myself just very much engaged with the community at large. Um the the infrequent but still exciting uh majors that come up have been pretty cool to watch and keep an eye on. So I find myself like, even though we took this, we, we took an unintended break from <laughs> tournaments and then maybe a more deliberate break from talking about Melee every week, I found myself just very naturally and easily coming back to the game um, either with playing pretty much every day, even if it's just a few games on Slippy, it's just that easy to get in a game. Um, and just kind of watching all these things sprout up new content creators new uh tournament series um thing you know drama on twitter i'm still just very much um engrossed by everything and and so i guess it's the old adage is true right it's like you never really quit and even though i didn't make a proclamation of quitting i stepped away and then just kind of found myself right back in the middle of it yeah no i totally get that and I think that's what's going to be interesting is 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 what other stuff do we pick up and and it's always going to be a podcast about you know our own personal growth journeys both like professionally melee wise and like just like life wise right and I think that's going to be interesting because I feel like at least from our one catch up what like back in August it's lots of stuff is going on like in the future that we'll we'll get to in the if not this episode in future episodes and i think you know kind of to start it off like maybe we should give a brief a brief summary of of what we've been up to you know like and 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 kind of fill the fill the folks in on 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 the wannabes uh dark ages yeah oh man what a depressing really quick summary really really like 30 second snippet we don't need to get super into it all right once so once it hits 755 on my timer i'm gonna start and give it a a quick and dirty 30 seconds and all right that that sounds great so 
I have been um, working at my job pretty consistently, um, have been able to stabilize there, like emotionally and just what my day-to-day is. Um, really just hanging out with Ashley a lot. We, we've been on a few vacations over the summer and, and was able to see our friends uh, safely, but a good amount of times and um, consistently picking up new endeavors and having ideas that have just not had the follow through that I want, but we're hanging in there and I'm ordering a lot of food. Bam, 30 seconds. Hi, all right, my go now. So pretty much just picking up new hobbies, took a you know shot at streaming and content creation, we'll probably bring back the YouTube. Not too sure about Twitch, got super into the stock market, that's going well, thankfully. You know, was furloughed during this whole time, got fired in August, been on the job hunt, which is why I've kind of been uh, MIA for the longest time. Uh, really missed Melee because I moved to Western Massachusetts with my girlfriend and bought a box. So I'm practicing every day now again, and I'm on my way back to the grind Bam. and uh, just doing interviews. Nice. All right. Well, that was episode one of season two. Thank you guys <laughs> for listening. <laughs> this, the, this is the quick and dirty uh season um the dirty 30 the dirty oh ooh. we have a segment alert dirty 30 never 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 left never left we've been doing this this whole time yeah we've just been sending each other voice memos um and saying we should upload this and then never uploading it but great cool now yeah so i think where do we want to go from here (laughs) yeah i think is is the question well, there's been obviously so much that has happened, right, that we can't cover. And, and I'm glad that you kept it short because um, we have a tendency of just like sticking to a topic and just like really hammering it home, which isn't bad. But part of me kind of wants to um, spread it out a bit in a way that's uh, a little more deliberate. And we do have a planned break which is something we've we've tickled with in the past, but now is something that we can, you know, use to, to leverage <laughs> whatever this is. Play and, now on Raid Shadow Legends. Yeah, right? Holy shit. Imagine. One day. Yeah, I mean, it, it, we just yeah, need, yeah. I think we need uh, 50 viewers <laughs> to get a sponsor. I think that's their cutoff, so that'll be easy. Well, yeah. I know. So, yeah, lots of different things going on. I think, at least where I want to start with, is... Uh, and, and I think this is going to be a, I'm going to make a YouTube video about this, uh, in the future. Don't know yet when, but you know, I've, I'm, you know, going through the interview rounds right now and I've been having to talk about melee actively with my potential hire hirers, right. That, that to see if they want me. Right. And, and how do I explain that I'm a gamer is, has been really interesting and so I'm thinking of making a video of mark how to sort of market yourself and like and smash and and the melee experience as a whole as something really desirable for a company. And I think that's been really interesting because part of me messaging you like, hey, we should run this podcast again, is like me having to explain what the wannabes podcast is on my resume. Hmm. Yeah. I've uh I've brought it up in in work related terms too, so from your perspective, I mean how how often are you bringing it up, and how effective do you think it is as kind of like a way of explaining yourself? Yeah, I think that for me the two biggest things aside from like the 
the soft flex that I, I, I know how to make a podcast, which is the hotness to any company, truthfully, is uh, is really this idea. I always bring it up when they ask my thoughts on like how I handle criticism and feedback and like constructive criticism hmm. and also how I handle uh, sort of stuff when when I'm really like tasked with sort of a challenge or how best do I learn it are, are kind of three categories I, I go super in depth with. But I think the first one is, is the golden one where it's how do you handle constant feedback? And I always talk about, you know, training and entering these tournaments and, you know, being ranked on 14th, you know, pre COVID and in, in NYC and, and how you know when you go to these tournaments and you put you know you put money down and and you're playing people you're always gonna lose unless you win the whole event and you you have to kind of just like throw the ego out and like go back and see what you did wrong and work on those weaknesses and go again and go a little bit farther but lose to a different person and it just repeats itself and it's it's for, in my opinion like just the truth like that is sort of the mentality that that mainly you know, or any competitive thing gives you, right? But but I think it, it really showcases it. So, th- so that's probably my, like, favorite one without going into too much detail. Hmm. Yeah, I, I totally read that. And there's, as you were talking about it, I'm like, man, he, he could go in so many different directions. I think any Melee player really could. And I think that's a really good one to kind of visualize as somebody who looking higher you know they they want to see that you are not kind of stubborn or that you're not just sort of like yo i'm the man i'm the best i'm just gonna like you know taught me how to i don't know win gracefully <laughs> like losing yeah. losing and failing is a huge part of the job it's kind of cool that they're they're having these conversations with you at this point to be honest yeah no it's definitely good you know as i you know earlier in the segment you know like knock on wood like Hopefully, you know, I'll, I'll something goes through and 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 I can be done with these interviews. But you know, for right now, I'm just kind of playing the waiting game. But yeah, it's it's really cool being able to share that. And I think it's partially you just want to open up. Like, there's no way you can hide that you're a melee fan. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like like how many times in the will you be like, yeah, you know, like I gotta, I'm, you know, I can't go out tonight. Like I, I got got a tournament or I, I promised, you know my friends were going to watch big house, you know, and, and, and stuff like that. Right. And I think it's like, not only is it like true that you gain really valuable skills, like how do you deal with failure? How do you deal with criticism? Like, how do you deal, how do you learn right in, in melee, but also that like, it's just like, that is you as a person. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I feel it's similar to like, I guess a little bit similar to dating where it's like, you, you kind of want to put it out in the open that like, this is, this is me. Like I'm kind of a nerd about this yeah and 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 it shows that you're a competitive person too which i don't think is a bad thing at all yeah i think it's more about being like showing that you have the you have a passion and something that i mean the longevity of both of our uh, you know careers is getting more and more impressive as time goes on like hey i've been playing this game for seven years seven years and it's like Mm -hmm. at, at that point they're just saying, wow, this is someone who who found something and committed to it. Obviously, I don't think any employer realistically thinks they're going to have like, oh, this guy's going to have the same passion for, um, you know, data analytics. But 
there's still that level of okay he knows what it's like to stick to something to improve at something to you know find all the all the value and 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 joy that comes from picking something apart and and learning it's like i think because because i had a similar experience in my job where i i didn't use it in the the interview itself but over time i would like say hey i can't go to this work event i have agency whatever and people are just receptive to having that be like a part of your identity just say yeah this is important to me and and people respond really positively to a kind of full-throated chest out i love this game <laughs> that uh you yeah know, yeah it's kind of just being authentic and yeah no i totally get that and it's kind of just like being authentic and what, what's the word that i'm looking for it's it's like you can hold multiple passions at once too right so like i think like it's really interesting when i talk with my parents about it because they're so they're very like traditional and conservative like asian parents and they're like oh like don't mention that you're like a video gamer you know and it's like really interesting because like to me it's like i'm showing them that like i have the ability to care about something deeply and and invest in it even through the like difficult times and i think like why not have it be in data analytics too if if that is if if that is your swing to it you know and and i think that's the thing right is kind of just latching on to an idea and and kind of making it your passion rather Mm -hmm. than and you know like it's easier to find passionate it just shows like it's easier for people to become passionate about things if they're already if they already know what is the process sort of to be passionate yeah you know oh yeah and i'll I'll take it maybe not one step further but kind of like a um a tangent here so today even um i was I found myself in a groove with my job, which frankly doesn't happen all the time. I have a pretty boring job, but today for whatever reason, I was just kind of cranking out emails and doing like getting in this flow that was both necessary for me to like hit my quota of what I needed to do. And also just very fun. Like I was listening to a song and getting really into it and straight up like flow stating if only for like 20 minutes or so, just seriously getting into this the strong groove and you know as melee players we relate everything to melee so maybe the 80 20 is more like 50 50 but it honestly felt like i was playing the game like i was just hitting my my shit and if that like it's hard to articulate that you know these these highly specific instances where we feel like the game is is improving our lives and getting us into our work but I really do think that there's a common human experience of, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really into this thing. I have the capability of being this passionate, being this committed and improving at something. And that's just a really attractive quality, even if it's not like, okay, specifically for this role, it's not helping. It's just like, I want an employee who has this kind of rich hobby life that has this, this passion that they keep coming back to, you know, I really see that perspective as an employer. Yeah, exactly. And I think like, what's, what's great about it is you don't even need to like, you know, no, there's no requirement, right. That like, you can only say this as a, you know, top 100 person Mm -hmm. or like a PR person. Like this is something that like anyone could say because it, it's a personal story. Right. And I think that's, that's what's super 
super interesting about it. And, and definitely I'm excited to go like more in depth and have more angles to work on uh, when I make this into like a YouTube video, but I haven't seen this content out there uh, in sort of the Smash space as, you know, our theory is, is that everyone's kind of growing up now, right? Mm -hmm. You know, you're seven years in, I'm six years in, and we're all growing up in our mid twenties. So think of everyone else doing that, right? Coming out of college and, or coming out of high school and, and all of that. So I think it's, it's, it's really an important thing to consider. So again, can't wait to kind of go more in depth. I'll definitely talk to you more about that, but yeah, that's man. a little teaser. <laughs> well, it's a sick topic. Um, and it's one of those things that's like, I think it's going to be good content because it's just so true to exactly where you are and, and who you are. Um, I think it just really is, is the exact thing that, that you can make a great video out of. So keep me in the loop, man. Um, should I, should I take over with the topic I've been wanting to hit? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you want to hit something, go, go right ahead. You Word. know, you don't need You don't need to ask. Well, never asked before. You normally just talk <laughs> over me. Fuck you. Um, I'm, cut, I'm cutting your, uh, I'm actually just going to cut your entire track out. There's going to be a monologue where I take awkward yeah. breaks. Um, Enjoy the five minute five views then. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. Okay, I, let's it, go. It's actually it's actually pretty related to what you're talking about on on kind of the YouTube front. Um, so as you know, and and maybe some people who 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 follow me, um, I'm I'm really just honestly I'm struggling with mm -hmm. with my relationship with content creation and. Part of it is that I've not had a very healthy. I don't want. I don't want to come across as like too critical or or, or like bashing myself, right? But I just haven't had a very healthy couple of months, and the the trouble with the trouble with content creation is like I I almost think of it as a relationship, right? So if things aren't mm -hmm. going great. You can't look to a relationship to f to fix all your problems. Like that's that it, it might make you feel really good for a time, but it's it's going to if you just lean too much onto it to make you happy, then it's like going to be a problem, right? I've I'm, yeah, of course. So I'm I'm having a, a a some some different moments that are like similar to that where I'm trying to like force feed maybe not force feed, but like force this, this content into my life and, and these schedules and hi, Ashley, I'm recording during work hours. Um, am I ruining it? Yep. I love you. I'm going to go for a walk. Okay. Do you want to get me a snack? I don't know. That's what you do. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm keeping that in. Maybe yeah, so. of course. <laughs> um, so, I'm, I'm. Let me take a step back. <clears throat> I'm. I've gone through different stages of having ideas, making videos, um, coming up with plans, where I I'm like looking into the future of what it would be like, which inspires me. Like, what would it be like if I if I follow through with this for X amount of time, which inspires me to, like, get started and, ma and maybe even record and edit and, and put stuff out. And these kind of um, dream scenarios that I'm, I'm envisioning are just 
they're probably realistic. They're like they're they're based in logic, but they're just ignoring so many things and they're not like living presently. And it's kind of this this weird loop that I'm in where it's like I'll do well, I'll get I'll have this this elation and just euphoria of having created something and having followed through with an idea and then just like a crash uh, and and uh like a wave of of apathy and complacency that um has been cyclical throughout my entire life it's always been like this you know um yeah <clears throat> yeah so it, it's I, i'm still i'm kind of in this murkiness and, and confusion where I mean, it sucks because I'm like also ignoring some some definite successes that I've had. Um, you know, I, I made that video for the the combo contest that I'm I'm proud of. I, I still am proud of that. Um, yeah, that was a sick video. Thank you. And after that, I just like went dark. And for whatever reason, it's just it. it I was I was working through this in therapy a lot and like trying to figure out what it is about me that that can start with such vigor and passion and then just get distracted or or move on to other things that you know i'm just kind of i'm in this loop right now and i'm I'm so thankful that like that that me and ashley are, are are doing all right and financially we're good and there's a lot of things to be grateful for but when i i go through a day where i'm either not working very hard at my day job and I'm just like like just watching YouTube all day, you know? Just just these these days that I hate using the word lazy, but that's just the easiest way to put it. Um it just it, it, over time it, it wears me down and I'm happy to to be talking about it and just kind of vent it out a bit. Just it's it's a cycle that I'm just dying to break, just absolutely killing me over time. And so um that's kind of where I'm at. There's no real direction in how I want to go with this conversation. I'd just love to hear kind of your thoughts, you know? Yeah, I think it's a really interesting thing, you know, because we both were went super hard on the content wagon, you know, like I did the FGC thing and then and then started streaming and, and all of that. And and then we both like kind of fell off off into the darkness all of a sudden right and and it's just like life stuff happened you know for me i i I first went on vacation met up with my girlfriend pilar and then and then you know found out you know i got fired or let go and and my dog passed away and and i needed to kind of really hustle to sort of find out what i wanted to do for my next steps like with my career and so like i totally get that in in that sense where it's like kind of there's like a little bit of this like guilt of like you produce this really amazing piece of work that you're really proud of you know and and then and then kind of didn't follow up with it i think for my opinion like what i've sort of learned is that like i guess this is similar to melee but like you just you have to look at it in like a more holistic sense in my opinion because it's like you can't expect to play good when you're tired or when you're stressed out about other things, right? Mm-hmm. And and I think right now, you know, while you do really love content, consuming content, and have, like, really great ideas, like, I think it's, like, more of a question of, like, what is your capacity right now for it, you know? Like, and I think that's, like, a the really, really big thing about this, right, is, is what is your capacity? Like, even for me, like, I, 
I took a little bit of a step back, uh, being an ad, you know, one of the founders and and the admin for the Melee Discord channel. You know, like it, I'm happy it's running and it still exists and it does the job that it set out to do and and is creating this really awesome safe place to to find, you know, melee players. But you know, at the same time, just with all of my life stuff going on, I, it was just the thing that I had to drop on top of a few other things. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know. I think that's really the thing is just kind of re looking back and, and analyzing like, what do I need right now kind of to survive a little bit, right? Like, cause it, it is trying times. Like even, you know, if you're good, you know, financially and relationship wise, which is super happy for you, of course, you know, just this year is, is very taxing emotionally, right? With everything that's going on in the political space and all the sus people and what went through the smash community over the summer and, and all of that, I think it's, and what it went through life over the summer, right? Even, and so I think like, for me, it's about like, I guess like where I'm getting at with this is it's like about forgiveness, forgiveness and acceptance, you know, it's, it's understanding that like, it it's not on you to, that you have to kind of, kind of burn yourself out for this, right? It's, it's something that, you have to accept what your capacity is and it might be more limited than when we were all systems go producing two or three episodes a week you know and right. and going to tournaments and getting top four and and shit like that uh so that's kind of like my opinion on it and like sort of my take on it and so i took a huge step back from everything and and i'm slowly reworking stuff into my life now including this podcast because i feel like i have more of the emotional capacity but also just like my life feels a little bit more stable than it did in the past where literally everything was up in the air like i didn't even know that i was gonna live in in western massachusetts with with pilar because we didn't know you know it was originally a vacation and she found a one bedroom and 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 then moving and getting used to living together again and and all of that so like huge changes and i feel like through all this you know forgiveness and acceptance has been a been a big theme in 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 kind of taking it day by day even on days that are really hard and like where i feel like you know i'm kind of just like watching life as a passenger almost And now a snippet from our 1v1 with Aklo earlier this year. If you're interested in more 1v1s, check us out on Podbean, Spotify, or Apple Music. When we were playing as kids, like way even before we knew about competitive melee, every time we'd get a kill on each other, we would taunt. And you know why? It's because I remember like when I was little, my brother showed me in Smash 64, like, and same with melee, like when you taunt when you get a kill, the game gives you a stat called Fighter Stance. So I would try to get that every time. <laughs> we would just always taunt. Like if there was enough time to taunt without getting punished between the stock, we would taunt. When I went to that first tournament for the first one I entered singles, I'd be taunting. And then people were getting like, they're like, like screaming a little bit and like talking about it on commentary. I'm just like, I don't get what the big deal is. <laughs> so funny. All right, well, during the break, I did some real emotional healing. <laughs> um, and for our next and probably final segment of the episode, um, how about how about you take it away, Will? What are we talking about? Yeah, I, you know, I think one thing is you're so corny, my guy. 
But I love you. Yeah. Uh, is, you know, I think we can't talk, we can't have an episode where we don't talk a little bit about Melee. And I think we're going to talk about it a little bit differently here. Okay. Where I really want to explore and hear from you, truthfully, where you are at the game. You know, like we're, we're you know, 26, 25, right? And 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 this whole pandemic's happening and and where does where do you stand in your relationship with the game and i think it does and i think that's going to be really interesting and so i guess i can kick it off first sure. um and for me you know it's been really interesting because at first i didn't play melee you know when all of the life shit was going on i i actually took a hard hard stop of melee which was like kind of the first in ever i think for me personally <laughs> okay. that was more than like two weeks and that was weird and at first it was really relaxing and and it wasn't you know i had just so much free time but eventually it kind of turned into boredom and like it it, it kind of turned its head in, in a very negative way for me because it felt like there wasn't anything to kind of keep me grounded and and i realized sort of what truly was the space that melee or what role Melee played in my life more than just, like, enjoying it for fun. And it was, like, a really a, a thing that helped ground me as an individual where it felt like, despite everything going on, I can actively work on this awesome thing, this coolest thing in the world for me, and, and feel like I'm moving forward in some sense, even despite everything in my life at the time, you know, jobless kind of moving you know all of that being super stagnant right and i think and eventually it really became a you know it was a void that was like really hard to fill and i thought like maybe i'll try different games and other things you know i didn't i had my controller and and my crt but i i really didn't feel like solo practicing at all and and it was interesting and you know in the end, I decided to go back to Melee, and, but challenge myself by picking up a box. Hmm. So I actually have been grinding the box for like almost three weeks now, and it's, you know, and it's kind of like riding a bike again that's just like a little bit harder to ride, you know, and it's been super fun. You know, I can talk more specifically about like what it's been like learning the box, but in a more broader scale like it's given me a routine again of being able to like wake up and grind and have that time for myself to kind of just like focus on one thing and and kind of get my day off right it kind of gave me a little bit more i wouldn't say purpose but like so much more enjoyment you know like i was even talking with my therapist and she asked this really hard-hitting question where i actually just truthfully just start crying uh where you know where um she just asked like wait so like tell me more about melee like why does it mean so much to you you know and and through my explanation i just started bawling because like it just was truly something that means a lot to me and like i realized how deeply i love melee even outside of the grind and competition and how it's like is just a mainstay in my life you know and i think that discovering how much i love the game truly and like how much it does for me outside of just like the fun and friends which are obviously super important has been super cool and so like it's to a point now where like i'm 
grinding the box like two three hours a day if if not more when i when i have the time after i'm done like doing job applications and and interviews wow it's powerful stuff man <clears throat> and yeah yeah i i totally yeah. i totally see how um how hard it would be to kind of quit cold turkey I, that's a bad way to put it because it's it's not it's not an addiction it's it's a um it's a, it's a cornerstone, you know, it's like, it's a building block. It's like the, the, it's a foundational brick that kind of, I mean, for both of us, I really resonated with a lot of that. Um, especially kind of the picking up the box part. Cause there, there needs to be some sort of progression and, and some sort of like exciting, um feeling challenge yeah yeah for real um i mean good luck with the box i've i've thought i've toyed with the idea myself but i just i don't know if i'll ever make that shift yeah i mean for me it was just like choosing what felt the most fun you know not even what was necessarily like the what's gonna make me a better player or or whatever though truthfully i feel like i'm becoming a better player through relearning the game Mm. And being like, oh, like I, I need to do it like this way instead of having it be kind of like just in my muscle memory, you know. So I've thought about the game a lot more specifically thanks to the box. So you know, I just haven't been able to like play or practice DI. But you know, the solo grind has been super, super, super fun, and I think it's re- a really sick product, of course. But yeah, I'm just having tons of fun, but I think, you know, like this idea of like, as you said, a cornerstone of foundation is, is really important because it's similar to like a person being able to like go to the gym or go for a run or play music, right? It's like, it doesn't have to do revolve around the rest of your life, but like having a good feeling there kicks, like kind of kicks it off the right way. And I think that's what it is for me. Hmm. Yeah, man. I, I totally resonate with with a lot of that. Um, any any final words before I take over? Because I think I think we're gonna find a lot of similarities. How I kind of present where I'm at, you know. Aside from that, you know, like hopefully once I get a job and settled, I can like start playing that play again, and and would love to play you, of course. <sighs> Closing words, though, nothing nothing really. You know, I think I'm just hoping for. A comeback in, in in 2021 with the box and i think i'm i'm really looking forward to the challenge of it it just seems something that i want to pursue right now so yeah and it's not being driven because of like hand paint or anything it's just like is what i feel like i want to do even if it might be a little bit of the longer road awesome yeah i mean i might regret it in a few years i might i might have wished that i joined the box revolution before my hands turned to decrepit old twigs getting stomped on on the school playground but that's for another time for now i'm just using what god gave me which is a jp white back in 2015 and Ooh, that's nice <laughs> a typo controller who shout outs to typo i i saw some tweets from him that he's he's really doing well recently so big big fan. yeah no shout out shout outs to typo big for homie sure. love that guy but yeah, still rocking the typo controller. Um, for me, yeah, I mean, I, I touched on it before, but I've been kind of rediscovering this game in, in a really cool way um, 
obviously thanks to Slippy, which just kind of lets me flow in and out of these games. I'm playing a lot more Fox. I, I didn't drop the Falco, but I'm I'm really falling back in love with with Fox and 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 kind of uh, taking a page out of your book where I'm just getting a lot of enjoyment out of finding a player and like trying to beat them as hard as possible. I'm not trying to style. I'm, I haven't, I've probably been able to clip people, but I haven't been like thinking about clips or posting to Twitter or anything like that. I'm just finding myself really engrossed in these games and just trying to dominate and, and win and play well and do the right thing. And it's just, I don't know what came from it. And, and I haven't really reflected on it until just now. And I don't know what it is. I'm not entering competitions. I'm not looking at a tournament as like, oh, let me let me train for this. It's this new relationship that could only be in the age of, of Slippy where I'm just able to – it's like an old friend. It's just it's just someone I'm able to, to hit up and be like, yo, do you want to just chat for 25 minutes? <laughs> And, yeah, yeah, and it's it's comfortable, and at times I'm I'm getting so invested that like, if if someone almost beats me or if someone takes a game off me, I'm just it's like a fire being ignited, you know, and that's a cool feeling, and and that's kind of indicative of this um of this kind of uh, smoldering hope that I still have that even though I, I'm in a um, less ambitious and, and scattered and somewhat confused place that it's easily identifiable when I'm, I'm when my passion is activated and melee is, is one of the more consistent ways of finding that. Um, similarly, I've been really into Warcraft 3 again. Um, a few months ago, wow, it's really been a while. It, it really flew by, but um, my cousin hit me up one day just out of the blue. He's like, yo, you should start playing Warcraft again with us. A couple of my buddies have been doing threes and you know we need a, we need someone to s- step in and play with us, 3v3s. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, cool. And so that's nice. So we started playing again and, and you know after work every every other day or a few days a week, and then it kind of evolved into like every day during lunch. I take my lunch break. I'm 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 like 2v2s with my cousin just instantly. It's been like that for a couple months now. And this game, it's an RTS similar to StarCraft. I'm not sure how familiar you are with it or people listening, but came, I'm not too familiar, so yeah, definitely fill me in. Came out a little bit in uh 2000 like early 2000. Um July 3rd, 2002, with the expansion, I think, coming out a year later. Yeah, exactly one year later was uh, Frozen Throne. So it came out when I was eight. Um, so I don't know. I guess I have an affinity for early 2000s difficult games. Um, but it still mm-hmm. has a pretty active community. Um, it's not hard to find games. And the skill ceiling is insane. Just absolutely bonkers this game is so hard um and and going through those steps again and and finding a groove and and learning how to learn and seeing progress um in this other game it's it's 
you know, I'll I'll still have the one true love of Smash, but it's been really awesome having this, especially with my cousin who we we used to be, you know, we used to game together all the time, but haven't really been in touch the past maybe four years or so, and now we're playing every day for an hour. Um, over this this one game, it's it's been actually we we took another afternoon session. Don't let my boss hear this. Um, <laughs> from four to five today. Hey, that's on you. Uh, well, yeah, I just can't let them know. I actually, I don't think they know what the podcast is. I think I kept that a secret. I told them I All had right. one, but not what it's called. <laughs> um, but yeah, like that. That's been a very similar sort of um, arc that I've been going through, and honestly, I'm I'm so thankful to have these games in my life right now. Just really keeping me afloat, keeping my mental state. Um, somewhat stable and allowing my media choices to be very active and um, fulfilling and rewarding and have that sense of, of progression, you know? And I, I guess that's, yeah, no, that's kind of totally what I'm agree. settling on. Yeah, it's like just having having something, even if it feels unimportant and even if the curse of, of the content creator <laughs> wannabes is that every time we have a game or a passion, we, we look to convert that into a content opportunity, even without that being fruitful. It's been really rewarding and important. And if there's one takeaway, I hope someone takes away from, from this episode and this rant, it's that as long as that's a mindful choice, that it doesn't have to, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be a career move you can just kind of find something you love and and find a game that that challenges you and and makes you want to be better and show up and focus and stay mindful i think that's really important and and valuable and uh and valid that's my yeah. slash rant <laughs> slash rant yeah no i i totally get that and it sounds like it's definitely like super similar to kind of where we're both at this like ability to challenge and push ourselves is kind of seems like a necessity to kind of start the day off right you know Mm -hmm. or have a good day even you know and i think more than trying to question why it's it's just why not just lean into that right like why just not lean into what makes you tick as a person and i think that's definitely i think to loop it around like you know a part of acceptance and 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 forgiveness right is that like we we do need these sort of activities to kind of make us more productive to get the best work out of us and the best quality you know and and i think there's nothing wrong with that i think it's just really interesting how it's the exact opposite of like, oh, I should rest up so I can do a good job at X. It's almost just like, let me keep pushing myself so that like, it just like is, and then just like transferring that, you know, like transferring it from one thing to another thing rather than like saving up energy. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think just having us an outlet, you know, any sort of outlet. Yeah. An outlet. Yeah. Yeah. That's the right, that's the word I was looking for. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, man. Always, always here for those those word discoveries, and I hope you're there for me too. God damn it! Yeah, words are words are tough. Words are hard. Words are tough. Words are hard. That's not the yeah. title of this podcast. No way, no way. That could be. That could be. Uh, though. <laughs> that's a bad look. <laughs> that's a bad look. This is a podcast. Um, They've done over uh, over fifty of them. 
but words are tough. <laughs> words are hard. Yeah. <laughs> God, we'll anyway, say. you know, I think that was a great segment. You know, I think the only thing I want to like finish off with, right, is is um, I mean, we have. I mean, there's so many places to go to, like, kind of, like, finish finish this off. But, like, one thing I was thinking about is maybe if we can get some questions, I would love to do more, like, Q&A dedicated segments, short, shorter segments, dare I say. Just quick, quick round fires. So, you know, anyone listening, feel free to follow us on our Discord, hit us up on DMs if, if you want us to talk about, like, any topic specifically. Yeah, I, I will say that over time, over the time that we've done this, um, those have always been kind of one of my favorite things to do is yeah I fucking miss it is to feel yeah is to feel like man I've accumulated some experience that that could be helpful to someone either if that's from someone trying to be a competitor and nowadays man I'm not the person to ask about online tournaments so you could ask I could give you uh, theoretically what I believe but um, <laughs> still it's it's nice to know that you know, maybe I could help out a young fledgling fox player and no other mains, or an old fledgling fox player who could, or a non-fox player. No, you you if <laughs> if you want to help a non-fox player, go ahead. But we gotta we gotta stick to our. Guns. I will help a non-fox player. What I will help, I will from until the end of time probably is struggle and and try to articulate how hard it is to make something i'm so happy we're back here because this is one of the few things that i i'm confident in knowing the process and and i'm sure it won't be tragically difficult to get back into the groove of editing and releasing and we've been there we've done that and and we can make it work but yeah and and is everything else hard yeah i miss it yeah i it's kind of just like putting on your favorite shoes again after after a long while you know or favorite jacket because it's fall now uh, actually, I know how to end this, JD. Yeah, I, I know how I want to end this. What? It, simple shout out, simple and short shout out, and it's and it's to our buddy Ventus Matt. Yeah, Ventus official. Absolutely. Like the guy has been with us, you know, since season one. You know, came through for us, and he's been super. You know, whenever I talk to him, he's like, "When's when's the next episode? When's the next episode?" And he's pushed us both to like make good content and and we have something to show for that too so i think it's only fitting that we shout him out for our season two episode one video yeah huge shout outs to matt um getting me in those among us servers hooking me up with good lobbies uh true homie among less important things like um i don't know detailed conversations about my emotions or helping me work out details of of uh critical work to my life i think more more of an important shout out is uh he got me some among us games that game's fun as yeah, hell yeah yeah how'd the other session that game go? Is fun. you keep inviting me at like 11 p.m my dude i dude it's too late truthfully speaking speaking of the devil matt has turned into a godly imposter really he like he he like clutched uh like i think two five like a four v one and a five v one at one point. god it was so clutch damn it yeah, let's play like next week. I'm busy this weekend, but let's play next week. Down. Oh, oh, okay. I have to ask you a question. Do you is your computer capable of playing? I want to keep this in because this is like a big part of my life. I totally forgot to bring this up. Um, my friends and I are making okay. a card game. 
Yes. Where did I? T- oh yeah. Did I tell you this? Oh, I should be more excited about this. Yes, I am excited. You just ruined the ending of this episode. I don't care. Yes. I don't care, man. That is hype. No, no, no. That's hype. That's hype. Uh, keep minute, going. I'm hyped at, now. We're only at minute fifty-three with the break. We can keep going. I know. I know. It was just a great ending. Okay, just tell it's me about the card episode. game. We need, we're not a dirty thirty. We're dirty thirty times two minutes. That is. Look, I'm making a card game. <laughs> Stop with my milking friends. it. Yeah. And we're in the play testing stage. We're play testing a card game, dude and that's hype it's really fucking fun and i've been uh, i don't know if you've you've tuned in but i've been streaming it whenever we're no i i haven't tuned in yeah i haven't been like pushing it like crazy but um yeah i there's this new thing that my, my buddy joe um we're, we're making it based on our lives so like the characters like are different versions of us or like my girlfriend's a character mm-hmm. um and that, like all the car, all the all the magic cards and shit are are events on our lives. But in the future, we're gonna reskin it. That was just the initial idea, but we're we're crafting the rules and the gameplay, hopefully into something that could be, um, you know, generalized and marketed. And dude, I, this has been like one of the more rewarding and, and exciting things that's been happening. We're actually play testing tonight. I'll, I'll let you know if the stream's up and. Maybe you could check it out, but um, yeah, yeah. Let me let a, me know. A, That's super hype. If anyone out there wants to be a play tester, we're we're slowly starting to expand. The uh, you know we have a Discord started. We want to start getting. If you wanted to be a play tester, you could get in. I, you, I would love your opinion on on this game. Yeah, yeah. I I'm curious enough. Let's let's talk more more offline about this i, I want to know the metrics and and the goals and and all of that we'll talk details Word. yeah just, but I, i'm definitely interested in being a play tester it depends on my job sitch as always and 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 what i'm choosing to start up now of course so i'll let you know of course well invitation is open i just know i'm gonna bring this up in the future and i want to just put that out there i'm making a card game it's gonna be the new settlers of Catan. it's gonna be uh we're gonna make a billion dollars that's it. All right, that's hype. <laughs> that's hype. All right. Well, what's my profit? <laughs> yeah, for play tester, What's my shares? Play tester, you get a forty percent. Sick. Yeah, it's, I'll take. 40. We're bad businessmen. Um, <laughs> all right, man. Well, I gotta say, it's it's almost like we had no time in between at all. I gotta tell you, this is. Yeah, no, this kind of went went through like a blur. No, I missed you, man. I missed you so much. I miss you too. I miss you too, man. <sighs> all right it's, it's good to be back sorry to fuck let's up keep it on let's no worries I, I just thought it was really funny uh <laughs> let's let's keep it a weekly thing yeah let's 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 do it uh next week i mean it's a thursday now so we'll we'll, we'll find our usual time yes sir. whenever that works yes, out we will anyway shit this was great and um we'll talk more about the play testing and i might have to, to dock you a few percentage points I, you know, that's fine. That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. Love you, man. I love you too, buddy. Talk soon.